is the Matt Beck Podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Matt Beck Podcast. Today, we have so much stuff that we're going to talk about. I want to go over the new Facebook regulations. Also, how much should you be growing in the salon? And also, what platforms to invest your time in on social media? So, I'm looking forward to some of you guys joining me live. Also, I want to be doing this podcast as much as possible. So those of you that do tune in, make sure you post your questions. I'm watching the chat. Uh, Even though you cannot see me, uh, I can still see what you're writing and everything. So I want to make this more of an audio-focused podcast. It will also be available on uh, iTunes. And also, if you have an Android, you can listen to it on SoundCloud. Um, So uh, we're going to get started. I have a few questions from people. That's kind of what I'm going to build the show around. Also, uh, I've been getting over being sick. Uh, had a little bit of a cold, so um, that's why I didn't start the podcast on Monday. But we're here now, and I'm excited to chat with you guys and uh, see what you have to say about it. Hope you like the audio version, uh, and we're doing it live on Facebook. So uh, if you're not tuning in now, make sure you follow Matt Beck Official on Facebook, and you can follow along with the podcast live uh, whenever we do it. So the first question that we're going to get into is all about uh, the new Facebook regulations. So a lot of salon owners have been nervous about this. And I think that the biggest thing about it is the fact that it's really targeting advertising. What they're saying is they want to make it more uh, user-friendly, more uh, getting more involved with your friends, that kind of chat going on. Also in your newsfeed, they want you to see your friends more than you see ads. So how does that affect the salon? That's what we're going to talk about. So This question comes from Epic Salon on Instagram, and they said, I have a pretty strong Facebook following, but I'm still growing my Instagram. The the proposed changes to the Facebook platform, which will regulate advertising and marketing, has me a bit nervous. Will those changes come to Instagram as well? And how can we work with or around the new regulations? So the first thing I want to talk about is what that new regulation is. Uh, So what I'm going to read for you guys is something from Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook page. So uh, what better person to hear it from than the guy who uh, created the whole thing. So uh, Mark Zuckerberg, what he posted about this whole thing was one of our big focuses in the area of 2018 is making sure uh, that the time we spend on Facebook is time well spent. We built Facebook to help people stay connected and bring us closer together with the people that matter to us. That's why we've always put friends and family at the core of the experience. Research shows that strengthening our relationships improves our well-being and happiness. Uh, But recently, we've gotten feedback from our community that public content, posts from businesses, brands, and media is crowding out our personal moments that lead us to connect more with each other. So basically, I don't need to read the whole thing. If you want to check it out, go to Mark Zuckerberg's uh, Facebook page, but Basically, what he's saying is they're going to start showing more of your friends and family as opposed to showing content from businesses. So what does this mean for uh, my salon, for your guys' salon, uh, any of you guys marketing yourselves? I'm a big fan of marketing on Facebook because of the fact that it's so easy to target certain people. Um, I guarantee that this isn't going to have as much of an effect on uh, local business as it is probably uh, business in general. Now, that's just my personal opinion, but I think the biggest thing that you want to do is I've never really worried about what Facebook's going to allow uh, me to see for people to see on my Facebook. I think the biggest thing that you can do 
is make sure that the content that you're making is real content. It's, it, it benefits the person on the other end. So uh, take what I create, for instance, you guys watch my Facebook, you watch uh, my Instagram, my YouTube channel, all of that. What I'm doing every time I create something is making sure that it's benefiting the person on the other end and it's not just for my benefit only. Um, I think salons that are posting things shouldn't even have to pay for that content to be seen because if you're bringing value to the people close to you, which are your customers, then you're going to see right away that um, that they're going to start consuming your content anyways. And if they're not currently consuming your content, that just means that your content isn't what they're looking for. So whether you pay for that or, um, or you try to get it for free, it doesn't really matter if the content doesn't work for the person on the other end. So think about uh, in 2018, what are you doing with your content? I would think about that way more than I would think about what Facebook is regulating because uh, in our salon, we don't pay for ads uh, necessarily for customers to see them. We just make sure that we, we do things that bring value to the person on the other end, which is photos of hair. People love that. Um, make sure it's good hair. Make sure it's the best hair that you can post. Videos of showing how to style a, a certain style. That's something that people will consume and enjoy. So just think about the content that you are posting and make sure that it's great content and you won't have to worry about anything that has to do with the regulation from Facebook um, and that your posts aren't going to get seen and all of that. So I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, you can post them uh, in the chat. I'd love to see that as well. Um, all right. So the next question is from NT Caller on uh, Instagram. It's N-T-K-O-L-L-A-R. Uh, they say, what is a fair commission for a salon? What kind of growth do you want to see in a new stylist per month? So my thing with this is uh, commission. I, I love the commission structure because I believe that it makes hairdressers uh, hungry and want to, and the harder they work, the more uh, work they put into it, the the more reward they're going to get. So I really love the commission structure. Now, a fair commission percentage, I think, is based on that stylist reputation. Um, this is something that uh, when we look at uh, commission percentages in the salon, uh, we base it on basically their reputation and and some numbers that they that they're trying to hit. So I guess just to kind of make it a little more simple for you guys, we look at their numbers quarterly and. Every quarter, we base it on their average ticket, their retail that they sell per guest, their uh, services that they do per guest, the amount of money that they bring in, and also their, uh, not sure if I said rebooking percentage, but we basically look at those four numbers and then we assess it and we base it on a, on a scale and we start commission at 42% and we go all the way up to 50% based on those numbers. So that's basically the way that we do it in the sun. And then that gives them a growth pattern. So basically, if you think about when somebody first starts in your business, they're working off of your reputation. And then as they build up their own reputation, it obviously becomes more valuable in the salon and they get a bigger percentage uh, of commission. So uh, some people, people that don't like to work as hard, probably don't like this kind of system because they would just sit at the bottom. But the people that really strive to work hard, the people that you really want at the core of your business are people that are going to push themselves and also make sure that they are uh, growing within the system. So look at the numbers, assess it. Those things are, those certain numbers are very important to me because if you look at average ticket, um, that's how much they're bringing in per guest. It, it says 
how, how much are they actually talking about the services that you provide? If they have a, let's say a $30 haircut and their average ticket is $32, it means that they're not really putting in the effort per guest when they come in to actually show them the different services that you have to offer. Also retail per guest. If their retail per guest number is really low, then you know that they're not actually talking about retail in the salon, which in, in the end of it all, I think a lot of people go back and forth with, should they talk about retail? Do they feel like a salesperson? You're not doing your guests any benefit if you're not educating them on the different products. If you find yourself having multiple products in your shower and you're using them and you're protecting your hair with certain things, and then you're not telling your guests about them because you just don't have the time to do it or whatever, what's going to happen is your guest hair is going to, the quality is going to decrease and it's just a lose-lose for everybody. So uh, take-home per guest is a big number that we focus on. Also, rebooking percentage. Now, if the rebooking percentage is really low, that tells me a couple different things. It's either they're not uh, putting in the effort to, to make sure that that guest comes back, they're not getting the guest excited about the next visit, or uh, the guest isn't excited about the next visit. So it could go a lot of different ways, and I think people need to really focus on that number because that number tells a lot about your business. So you want to make sure that re, uh, that rebooking percentage is at least 70% and working its way up because uh, on average, I would like my stylist to be working about 85-90% rebooking percentage um, just because that shows me that their guests are happy, they want to come back, they're excited to come back, and so on and so forth. So um, the other question in this was, what kind of growth do you want to see in a new stylist per month? That goes back to that system that I just talked about. If the stylist is growing within that system, then that's the kind of growth I want to see. On average, if you just want to look at a percentage, I think a new stylist should be growing at way over 20% at least. If it's under 20%, then there's something wrong because percentages are hard to look at when somebody first starts off because they only have a couple guests. So looking at those individual numbers that I talked about, the average ticket, the retail per guest, the service per guest, the rebooking, all of that stuff, that can be done per client and not uh, as a big percentage whole. So I think that that's a smarter way to do it. Um, so anybody out there that's trying to redo their commission system, I think that that's a good way to go. Okay, the last question that we're going to talk about today uh, on this podcast is Jay Hair Lab. He's been following us for a long time. So Jason, I appreciate um, you always asking questions. So his question is, uh, because we have so many, our hands in so many different platforms, um, which do you find to give the most return using the stock market as an analogy for social media? Do you diversify your social media um, do you dump all your cash into Microsoft that you know will have consistent gains? Okay, so basically what he's asking is, uh, in social media, do you focus on one platform or do you focus on all of them? And my thing is, I focus on all of them. Uh, I'm always looking for a new one to focus on because uh, even when you look at like things like Instagram, Instagram is a big thing right now, but it's kind of dwindled off and Facebook's coming back a bit, uh, especially with video and all of that. So I think that... Uh, and live content as well. So, and you can't do this kind of live content on Instagram. So I, I definitely diversify. I love posting full length content on YouTube. I've also been doing slideshow content on Instagram, which I really love. So I'll put like the after picture on the front slide of Instagram. And then I do 
nine, it allows me to do nine full length videos, uh, one minute videos behind that. So I can show the technique in a photo and then show the step-by-step in a slideshow, which I think is one of the coolest things that a salon could do is if you take a picture of your guest and we haven't even done this at my salon yet, but if you take a picture of your guest and then you do a slideshow of maybe three different slides showing how you get that look um, would be so cool and bring so much value to the guests that come into your salon. If they could go through your Instagram page and see a style in a photo because it looks great and then flip through it to see that content and see how to do it step by step. So uh, that's what I would do on Instagram. Then uh, Facebook, I love doing this live content because it's uh, it's a cool way to be interactive. Uh, it's also um, not only interactive, but putting video content on Facebook has really blown up my uh, Facebook fan page. So this Facebook page, if you're watching live or listening live, um, this is my Matt Beck official Facebook page that started with 5,000 followers in June. And now we're in February and I have 150,000 followers and it's all because of video. I've been posting video content a lot. Facebook is really recognizing video content because they want to compete with the other platforms. So, um, so I, take the same YouTube video that I create. I also put it on Facebook because they're two different audiences. And then I post things on Instagram. And you would think that having uh, a YouTube channel, our YouTube channel has about 400,000 subscribers, a little over that. And you would think that everybody followed you on that one platform, but it's not true. I'll take a content that I post on YouTube and I post it on Facebook and people have never seen it. Uh, So it just goes to show that even though you have a following on one platform doesn't mean that they cross over to another one. Uh, and a lot of people have their favorite platform. So some people are only Instagram users. Some people only like Facebook. Uh, a lot of people only love YouTube. So when you look at it, you want to make sure that the content that you're posting, uh, you diversify it throughout, cut it up, make it fit whatever platform it is, and then post it up there and you will see a ton more results there. So, um, now what I want to do, I think that's it for the show. So I want to start doing this every day. I hope you guys like the show. I want to see if, uh, let me see here. So I hope you guys like the show. Definitely let me know in the comments below. If you like seeing uh, the show in this way, I would love to uh, hear your thoughts on that. Also, I'll be doing this constantly. So there'll be a lot more, um, content and different things coming up. So post your comments, questions, let me know what you think. Uh, also make sure you subscribe to this, uh, channel right here on Facebook so that you get the alerts when I go live. All right, guys, thank you so much for being a part of the very first podcast live here, and I will see you guys soon. Thanks.